Welcome to the Go Podcast. Go aspires to engage the local church in global missions. We seek to share mission stories that encourage, edify, and equip other Christians in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ at home and abroad. This podcast is a part of Liberty Bible Church Global Ministry. Your hosts for Go are Cami Sattner, a missions partner with Liberty, and joining her is Kevin Cram, pastor of global engagement at Liberty Bible Church. Welcome back to Go. Liberty Bible Church has an ongoing partnership with missionary church planters in the country of Romania. Having sent multiple teams to Romania in the past, we began planning our first post-COVID trip to the country late last year. February 24th changed all of our plans, though. That was the day that Russia invaded the neighboring nation of Ukraine, sending millions of refugees across its borders into places like Romania. In response to this crisis, Liberty Global Leadership reconfigured their Romanian team to engage with their local partner in ministering to these refugees. What resulted was an incredible opportunity for our church to work alongside and among displaced individuals on the ground in both Romania and southwestern Ukraine. Today we'll be hearing from two individuals on that team. So Cami, who will we, will we be talking with today? Today we have the honor of talking to the leader of that team, Cornell Steph. Cornell is the president of our partner organization in the region, Partners in Evangelism International. Also with us is a member of that team, David Beckwith, who is a longtime member of Liberty Bible Church. Thank you both for being here today. Glad to be here. Me too. Cornell, can you tell us a little bit about our partner ministry for this trip, Partners in Evangelism, and what kind of specific ministry do you have in Ukraine and Romania? What we do in Partners in Evangelism International, it's supporting nationals. Nationals, they know the language, they know the culture, they know the customs, and they're permanent. And right now we can talk about permanent because they cannot be thrown out of the country. Like the Americans, if they will be there as a missionary, they have to go back. So that's a very uh, important thing right now that we we can work with nationals. Nationals knows the custom. The customs are very important when you deal with the neighbor, with the people that you grow up with, know how to approach them, know how to do relationship, know how to evangelize them, know how their needs. It's a little bit different than than us from here to know and understand their their customs. And so what sort of ministry specifically do you have going on in those two countries, in Romania and Ukraine? Well, we started with evangelism first. That's the main thing, so you can draw people to to church or to Christ. And then, of course, discipleship. Once you do that, then you have church planting. Without church planting, there's no church. So in the past years, I can think of probably we're involved with 150 churches that we planted which is a lot of churches. Why so many? Because we couldn't do it under the communism, under the iron curtain, curtain. And right now, because of the freedom, we can do that. So that's what we're involved with the most. Evangelism, discipleship, church planting. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so our particular team from Liberty that we sent to Romania and it eventually being adjusted a little bit to spend some time actually in Ukraine— what was kind of the plan for the team when they arrived? What were some of the specific ministries that, that the team was, was intending to engage in? First of all, we were supposed to go to Euromania, not to Ukraine, 
because that's what we want to get involved with the missionaries there and get involved with their ministry, evangelism, either on the street or uh, in the neighborhood or doing camp. But then the crisis came with the refugees, and we might were thinking they're working with the refugees, but then the, the missionaries in Ukraine, they need a lot of encouragement. So when they know there is a team coming from the United States, they need that boost. So they want to use all the missions, they want to use us. And of course, that's, they split us into teams, and we went to so many different places because of that, uh, because they, all, of, all of them, they want to have us. So we did different kind of ministry, uh, either meeting uh, refugees, either evangelism, either preaching, either kids ministry, VBS, and so forth. Yeah, that's great. So David, you and your wife, Carol, were on this team this summer. What were some of the work that you did? And could you maybe share a story about an experience you had while there? Well, first of all, this entire trip was just absolutely amazing. And um, I, I really want to thank Cornell for arranging the trip. Um, all aspects did really well. His leadership was, I didn't appreciate it until I got home. <laughs> but I got to tell you, it was really, really good. Um, there are so many stories. Um, so the, the first thing is, is just in general, we met people that have been jailed for printing Bibles. We met uh, people that were literally beaten up in a village and thrown out of the village and then went back the next week. This is like right out of Acts. And, and the people were lining the streets to see what he would do. By the way, he preached in the church that he was trying to be thrown out of. Um, so we ended up, Carol and I spent time in Ukraine uh, dealing, like a lot of us, dealing directly with the refugees. And the stories are many, many, many. But the one that really sticks with me is a man who I had seen him a couple times in, in some of the activities we were doing. And one night we were listening to their stories. The refugees telling their stories was incredibly important to them. And when we would get done, we would give them a hug or uh, we would pray with them. And so Carol got up to give his wife a hug, and I really didn't know what to do with him. He, was, he looked like a wilted flower every time I saw him. So I got up to shake his hand, a manly thing to do. And then what I did is I just, with this urging of the Holy Spirit, just wrapped him up in a bear hug and just hugged him. And when he sat back down, he had bloomed. And that, I just couldn't believe it. Um, just a simple bear hug that I did it for him. Uh, in Romania, the the missionaries that they knew their Bible better than I could comprehend. I, if I started to have a biblical discussion with particularly these couple of these men, I walked in with fear that I didn't know my Bible well enough, and I didn't. One guy, I looked at his Bible, and it was only yellow highlighting. Uh, that was it. Um, so each of these men that we met had become missionaries under communism. Uh, they had. Uh, risked their life to uh, to proclaim the gospel, Romania and Ukraine, uh, and they were that was staring them in the face even as we were talking to them uh, and meeting with them. So that was incredible. You know, I just to let people know, I was also on this trip with this team, and I can just resonate with everything that you guys said. It's just really a profound experience <laughs> um, going and visiting 
the homes where these refugees were staying, listening to their stories, being able to pray with them, the opportunities that even through translators and through cultural distance, the opportunities that God opened up to share the gospel and to just love people was just manifold stories and, and ways that we saw God show up in those experiences. Um, but obviously, obviously for us on the team too, there was a lot of things that we took away. So David, can you tell us a little bit about what was some of your takeaways from the trip? How did this experience impact you and your wife? I think the biggest one is we talk about the joy of Christ. We talk about the peace of God, but that when you see it in people that have nothing, they, when you look at them and these refugees and they, nothing they are wearing, nothing where they're living, they brought with them into that area. They, they literally have just their body that is their own. Uh, and yet when you see the peace and you see the joy, um, that sustains me today. Uh, that, that was a life-changing experience. And I wondered how I was going to be changed, and I wondered how long it would last. And it's been, what has it now been, two months, and it hasn't diminished. So I want that type of joy, and I want that type of peace. Yeah, that's great. Um, Cornell, one of the best parts of this trip, uh, you are, you're Romanian. That's part of the reason why this, uh, we have this partnership is through your connection um, with the Romanian missionaries there. And uh, um, I just loved spending time with you in, in the country because it was a place where you grew up and the people that we interacted with were the people that you went to school with and have been ministering alongside for decades. Um, and so it was just really cool to build on that foundation and the really close bonds that were built between the U- Ukrainian and Romanian missionaries and our team was just awesome as we worked alongside with them. But can you tell us a little bit about uh, what it meant to them um, to host our team and, and the significance for them and the meaning for them to have us there? What I can say, uh, when, we, when we usually go there with, with uh, any team, but very seldom I take so many teams. It's probably, what, a couple of teams a year. Mm-hmm. But every time we take a team, for them, this is their highlight of the year. So I keep asking them, what, what do you mean? We're, we're just here to serve. We're here to, to, uh, to, for you to use us in, in certain different, different ways, different things. Cornell, we are bombarded with every day with, with, with work, with ministry, with, with people and, and doing evangelism on our own, kind of. And now that we see some kind of a help, or help means encouragement. Mm-hmm. That, that to us, it's, it's just like a highlight of the year. So because of that, because you come in, it's, it's needed. It's not only needed to uh, just send the money or financial or however we do it, but then it's for you to come here, come alongside and believe in us that we can do the job or you can do the discipleship and that is that is very meaningful so that's kind of what what i what i think yeah we talk a lot about how it's not just the impact that the team gets Mm -hmm. um, but we are very concerned especially at our church when we send teams that there is there is something uh, of value that we're bringing to the host and to the partner that we're going to serve with and i know that i saw that you know that there was a genuine just gratitude um, that someone from the United States would come over to their country and say, "We have you. You mean 
uh, you are valuable to us and what you do is valuable and we want to come alongside you uh, really just spoke volumes to the right. people that we interacted so, with. So think about in Ukraine, we did a ministry. We we came alongside any nationals, different different ways. Dave and Carol, different way, with different ways. If, if each one was uh, that we split in three teams, we had different tasks, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. So we work hard kind of going from village to village. When we came to Romania, it was a totally different atmosphere. We were just in one place, we are doing like a retreat, if refocus mm-hmm. for the missionary. So, so the, you could see the both sides, because it's kind of the same culture if you think about it. Right. So, so that's you can see that the Ukrainians they need that too. But then right now there's such a turmoil with all the refugees and help that they need to do it every day. So, anyway, it's yeah, it's great. Finally, Cornell, how do you think that this trip and the others that we've sent in the past contribute to this ongoing relationship with Pi? Well, first of all, when when we when I take a team, doesn't matter what team I take, I'm looking for I'm praying to God before that to see for example, Dave is here. Why why Dave? Why Carol? Why why do you bring them to Romania or to Ukraine? It's it's needed for myself, myself too. I go so much. And God, what what are you gonna do with me this time? Am I am I just going on a trip because it's just fun, or should I go there because you have something else for me? Or what are you gonna show me this time? And you know, so every time if you are open your heart. God will show you what what is this trip all uh, this trip is all about. So I'm looking for each person in, in that comes with us to see that they need change in their lives. I'm thinking about Elizabeth. You know, she she's yeah, a just, member of our team, Elizabeth. Right. Yeah. So it's just I I'm looking at uh, you know uh, Martha. I, it's just everybody's wow. It's different when they come back. So that's one part of the going on a mission trip. Not just go there and serve. Yes, we can go there and serve, and we have encouragement for the nation, but for us too. If, if we go, and if we do not come back changed, but change in a way of obedience too, and, and let's see how can we really make a difference, then we're wasting our money. Right. That's kind of how I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we pray also that that that's the same type of way that God was working was also working in the people that we are yeah. coming alongside too. Um, it, it was, it, and I believe that that was yeah. the case. I, I don't want to uh, miss that. That Timothy, for example, uh, Timothy, our national leader in Romania. Uh, by the way, he's coming to, <laughs> to the United States. Uh. He just told me, uh, but he said, "I tell you what, I listen to a lot of pastors, a lot of leaders." Uh, theologicals, but the way Kevin explained to us on the Sabbath, I never heard that before. Mm. So, so just a little token, you know, it's, right. it's an encouragement for, so everybody had a part. Yeah, yeah that's yes. great. Well, before we have, um, just wanted to say thank you so much for being here today, both of you guys, to share about your experience of that, that trip, a really powerful trip. Um, but Cornell, before we end up our uh, end our episode, could you maybe perhaps share a, a website that people could go visit if they want to learn more about Partners in Evangelism International? So, as you heard the name Partners in Evangelism International, so short is www. 
pie.org. That's P-I-E-I. And I really highly encourage anyone that's listening to go visit the website because it's a great website. There's a lot of information about the various different countries that they have ministry in, including Ukraine and Romania. And they do a great job of providing testimonies of the individual missionaries and a lot of information that people can then use to pray for what God is doing over there. So highly encourage people to go visit that. Well, before we wrap up our episode, we would just want to end on note on personal reflection like we normally do and um, just try to... Uh, process and reflect a little bit about what we heard today. So, Cami, how are you going to be leaning into prayer as a result of our conversation? I think I'll be praying more specifically for the last couple of short-term trips that we have, getting ready to head out. You always think of, oh, I'm going to do a work project, or, oh, we're going to start a new ministry. But you don't think of the lasting effect that it'll have on the church and just each individual person on that team. So I think it's essential to pray for the team and pray for the area and the church that you're going to serve. Yeah, that's good. I, like I said, I was on this, I had the privilege of being on this team and uh, being able to go over. So I was a part of the process leading up to it. Um, and it was not an easy process to get this team, uh, over there. Uh, you don't have to go into it over the air, but, um, there was a lot of things that happened that, that, you know, getting on that plane, um, at Chicago O'Hare Airport, where I think we're all kind of in the back of our minds asking ourselves, what's going to happen on this trip? And it ended up what happening was um, God really came through in powerful ways. And at every Amen. point, every point that we thought, well, we're not sure what this is going to look like, mm-hmm. God showed up Amen. in some really amazing, cool ways. And um, I just came away from that experience being like, we have such a small view of God and how he works in particular situations and works in our weakness. Mm. And uh, it was just so amazing to see. And then just the relationships that we had with those missionaries and with those people that are working day in and day out so faithfully and so hard. Like we're talking 15 hours a day, six, seven days a week that these individuals are serving the church and serving God in their fields. Um, it's just amazing and uh, how much they need our support and what it means to them to have a team like this go over and serve with them. Uh, it was just really impactful for me. So I know that it's not just going to be a three minute reflection at the end of a podcast. This is something that I'm going to reflect on for probably the rest of my life, but I'm just so grateful for Cornell, for Dave and this team that went over and that we got to, got to do that together. We thank Liberty because yeah. of Liberty we went. So yeah, well, that's great. Thank you for tuning in and listening. We aspire to give you real life stories and experiences to help you in your current phase of life. As always, we encourage you to tune in next week as we hear from Liberty's team that we sent to Alaska to serve this summer. And remember to go and make your life a mission. 